Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Good evening, Miss Tacita. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. For all of our listeners out there, we are coming to you from the land of technical difficulties. Uh, <laughs> we were we were expecting to be interviewing a guest or two tonight, um, but as it turns out, my Wi-Fi connection was out, and so recording several people just was not going to work. So we have postponed that, hopefully only by a day. Hopefully, and yes. yeah. Cross your fingers, hold your thumbs. And um and yeah, so tomorrow we'll be recording that and you'll hear it the next day, hopefully. Uh so tonight Tassie and I thought, since our show has to be adapted, um, that we might just do kind of a a fun um bullet points, a tiny tech update because really not much is going on. And then we're gonna talk about some quotes that are kind of speaking to us right now or some of our old favorites. Um some things that are kind of inspirational to us. So let's get the show started. So bullet points away. Um my bullet point today is on expats.cz there um was an article about some numbers that they've been crunching about um it's called check quarantine and numbers about what people are doing and how they're spending their money in quarantine. And I just find it hilarious because while the whole rest of the world was out of toilet paper, that didn't really happen to us here. Um, what the checks have been out of is you want to take a guess? Oh, I don't know. Beer. No, that's a good guess. Yeast. 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 <laughs> yes. You're not far off. Um, and Making it's really funny. It's really funny because my neighbor had told me this yesterday um, that she went down to our little local corner shop, Vila, and that she wanted to make buchti, which are the sweet rolls that you can put um, tavaro, like um, cream cheese, cream cheese mm-hmm. or poppy seed or something in. Have you had buchti? I have. God, farmer's so market. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The farmer's market ones are so good. Uh, anyways, so she was going to make some and give some to me because we've been hanging goodies on each other's door. Still social nice. distancing, but <laughs> whopping baked goods. Um, and there was no yeast. And I was like, haha, that's funny. But then I read this article and apparently the Czech Republic is out of yeast because everyone is baking bread and the second most popular item is sewing machines. Everybody is back uh, a sewing machine. I love it. I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> you know how on uh, Lidl, which is like for Americans listening, it's like the Aldi of uh, this part of Europe. Um, I, they're they're the same company, I believe, right? Yeah, absolutely, they are. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, so it's Lidl, Aldi, and Trader Joe's, oh, right? I didn't know Trader Joe's was in there, but yes, that makes perfect sense. Because I think it's like three brothers or three parts of the same family. I don't know. There's like some folklore behind it, so I don't, I don't know the hundred percent accurate story, but, um, but yeah, that they're kind of all connected. But anyway, Lidl is like always selling like those 2,500 crown 
So like about a hundred dollars right now, right? Because mm-hmm. yep. we're at twenty five. Yeah, crowns something to like the that. Dollar. I checked it a yeah. couple days ago. I know it's depressing if you make check crowns, but for us, Andy was like, "Let's move all of our money to the check." Because <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. exchange rate is so good, so people you can buy cheap sewing machines from places like Lidl or, um, yeah, online. Oh my gosh, I would love if you bought a sewing machine because then I would commission you to like hem my skirts and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I am not good at hemming. You have to find a tailor for that. Speaking of tailors, okay, when you go in the side entrance of uh, Novi Smichov, the... Yeah, yeah, the shopping center down The shopping center. Yeah, so there's that, like, teeny, teeny, tiny little room to the right, like, as you're walking toward the steps to go into the actual shopping yeah, center. Yeah, yeah, on the, on the side, like, where the train yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. That's, those are people that like tailor your clothes or or like do hems and stuff like that. But the changing area that they have set up with like the tiny little curtain is probably about eight inches deep because <laughs> it's such a tiny space and they have like just like a a little tiny um ironing board and iron and then there's like a steamer and like a little like tape measure scissors thing like hung up on the walls and then there's like this teeny tiny little like the place where you can like wrap the curtain around you but like half of it's exposed to the window to the shopping mall like walkway oh that's funny I haven't been in that one I've been to the one at Flora up in the food court at the very very top um and that one is exactly the same like there's yeah. a curtain that half goes across half of your body. Yeah. Uh, I took a pair of pants once to have it hemmed there. Um, and yeah, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I know. I think it's funny. You definitely have to have Slavic jeans for that type of changing area to really make sense for you. <laughs> those, those Slavs all are all tall and thin. So, uh, <laughs> It works for them, but for the American-sized kids around here, yeah. uh, not so much. <laughs> anyway, that's a complete rabbit trail. But <laughs> And what's going on in your neck of the woods? What are your bullet points? Well, today was kind of crazy, and uh, so I took a moment in the middle of the day, and I have this book that I got from for Christmas, um, and I don't it doesn't have like an author because it's one of those like novelty books. I'm sure it does have an author, but it's not like, I don't know what it is at the moment, but I'll, I'll link it in the show notes, Mm -hmm. but it's called the amazing story generator. And there's like three flips. Oh, you showed me that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So I wanted to ask you, Tassie, I have our, what I think are our funniest flips from today. Lucy and I flipped it several times and we had several fun, fun conversations about writing these stories, but I flipped it three times and I want to know what story you want to write. Oh, okay. Ooh. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. One, while on a second honeymoon, a four year, 400-year-old vampire refuses to leave the bathtub. <laughs> so I have to pick. Yeah, there's, there, well, there's, that's one story. Okay, that's one story. Okay. Yeah. This is the second story. With only a week to live, an ugly duchess receives <laughs> a message from God. Ooh, okay. Number two. And what's behind curtain number three? This one is funny. Having poisoned the soup, 
an obsessive compulsive bus driver <laughs> discovers who really killed JFK. Oh my God, it has to be number three because you know I'm training to be in the CIA and yes. I'm watching Hercule Poirot. So hands down, number three. Like, <laughs> I know, and it has soup in it too, which is so and like. Soup, which is my favorite food group. It's your favorite food group. And so at its essence, very tassy. Yes. So you have having poison soup. I ate soup for lunch today. <laughs> So now you just need to channel uh, an OCD bus driver and figure out how he knows who really the killed The way I've been okay. washing my hands, it won't take much channeling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you there, man. I have been washing my hands like crazy person as well. I know. Still so... doing my doorknob sanitations, by the way. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I, I also have been cleaning my door and things that I touch in and out of this building it's true I have a question for you yes okay we were having a debate last night in this house so the don't touch your face rule right yes okay do you apply that to your life inside your house after you've washed your hands or do you only apply that to your life outside so Tara who we all know because she came on the podcast Uh and I had this conversation not that long ago. Um, Yes. And I am of the opinion that once I wash my hands and I'm inside my own home, I don't rub my fingers and my eyeballs, of course, but um, I think that I would go batty. I would turn into a woman collecting cats, jumping (laughs) off a window (laughs) seal. (laughs) Tony would disown me um, if I tried to completely not touch my face inside my own home. Um, yeah. Because I think it's just, it's a matter of mental stability. Um, but what, how did you come down? Which side of the fence did you come down on? Well, we both touch our face liberally inside the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't even really cross my mind to, like, not do it inside the house because... I don't know. I think you have like the proper antibodies to deal with what's going on inside your home, right? So, so as long as you're like, I mean, we kind of have like a safe zone. Like when you're inside the front door, we have like a way that we like take off our jackets and hats and scarves and masks and everything. And then we go directly to sanitizing the masks. Right. And, you know, same. So there's like a I don't know. There's a rhythm to how we do it. And so you know where there are things that are that you don't touch, right? Like the right. keys, you don't touch those. Right, exactly. Um, I sanitize my hands or my phone and my earphones yep, yep. when I come inside. Um, and so, you know, I'm just like, when I'm in my home, I'm cool. But I don't know. Apparently, I read online that people are like no it's never I never know I read that as well but I think and also I, the taking your temperature every day thing is becoming like increasingly yeah, more popular yeah I know I've read about that you it know I really... think you, you have to give your brain some space to live and be human um yeah. and so I'm not calling this on like any sort of mental health or physical health sort of uh authority because I don't know what the science is behind either of those but Mm. I would say just on a like mental health (laughs) awareness like for me personally 
Um, I need to, inside my home, things need to be normal. Yeah. Yeah. I am with you. All right. I'm glad. This is why we get along so well. We're on the same page. (laughs) Um, So check update. Yeah, check update. Um, There is none. (laughs) (laughs) We're all just doing what we're doing. Um, I don't know. Have you read anything? I think the only thing that we haven't mentioned online are the shopping hours, which are different again. I know. Um, that uh, the Czech government made the elderly uh, shopping hours uh, by law. So all shops originally should be closed only for people over 65 from 10 to 12. Then they got feedback from the older people and also from the uh, point of sales that that was not working because it just became chaos because people were trying to get in there at 9.30 and get their shopping before 10 or blah, blah, blah. Um, And plus they didn't have time to properly sanitize things. Yada, yada. So then they changed it to 7 to 9 and they got feedback that 7 was a bit too early and also if anyone (laughs) was on their way to work um, it was quite inconvenient because they couldn't pop into the stores to buy a drink or a lunch or whatever they needed on their way to yeah. the office. So the current hours are 8 to 10. Yes. Which I appreciate that the government is listening to feedback and changing those so quickly. Yeah. But also, <laughs> if, if, you keep try track to, of this. Yeah, if you try to go to the store and you didn't check up on it, you might be standing there waiting. I know. I had a package at the post office and I went to the post office four times before I finally (laughs) got to get my package. Because the first time I went, um, they had changed the hours that day and I didn't know they had changed the hours for the elderly. Mm -hmm. Um, The second time I went, the woman came out because you have to wait outside until they let you come in. Uh, The woman came out and just said, as much as I could understand we're not working right now. Like we're not open right now. Right. Right. Um, even though it was in the middle of the day, I don't, I have no idea why. Um, I think they've just had such an overload of shipments. Um, I mean, I have this like the little tiny neighborhood one though, like not like a big one. I don't know, Jan, you don't know what your neighbors are ordering offline right now. I know, but that (laughs) particular post office, everything has to be small. Or else it goes to Moravska. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And then you have to, like, walk up to Moravska to get your larger packages. So, like, anything that's big or would take a lot of time to process has to go to Moravska. So I don't know why. (laughs) Why? But I went back several times and they were just like, nope. And I I finally today went and... Uh, like the post office is like 20 feet outside my house like it's <laughs> it's not like a long trip so like I wasn't suffering or anything but I went finally went today and I was like yes and it was it was my new thousand piece puzzle so I was very oh. excited about that one of yeah. my students was talking about puzzles that they're doing and I'm like I literally have no puzzle in my entire flight I don't own a puzzle I'm gonna have to get one for future pandemic (laughs) (laughs) lock-ins I'm gonna gonna start stocking up now just call me a prepper (laughs) prepping with puzzles (laughs) never knew you'd want to buy you just gotta start buying them on Amazon like slowly 
Like yeah. whenever you buy something else, just throw a puzzle in there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so quote me up. I want to hear some quotes. Yes. I see, I want to see if any of these I'm going to be like, ah, oh, I knew it. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I think I'll surprise you tonight. I don't think that you'll see this coming. Ooh. All right. I know. So, so my fr- start? Yeah, I'll start. My first one is short. The other two are a little longer. Uh, and the other two are poems. So they're not like strictly quotes, but, mm-hmm. you know, it falls into the category of a small red piece. Um, <laughs> they're words. I'm- yeah, they're <laughs> words. Uh, so the first quote is by John Steinbeck in The Grapes of Wrath. It was her habit to build laughter out of inadequate materials. Oh, that's beautiful. Can we steal that and make that the theme of our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Well, my first one is actually a literary quote as well. So, my gosh, I know. Um, It's from George Eliot, which I don't know if you've read any of her stuff. Um, Oh, what did she write? Silas Marner, for example. I don't think I have. Middlemarch, I think is one of hers. Um, Her life is fascinating. Her books are, her books are fine. Um, They're good. I mean, it's world literature, whatever. But, (laughs) but her (laughs) life was fascinating. Like she ran away with this married man and then she couldn't get published because she was ostracized. This is like in the 1800s. So she took the uh, name George in order to be able to be published, George Eliot. And she wrote very, um, oh, not even dark, but just like, about people who were ostracized like that was her thing and she mm. like just very interesting life but she lived with this guy for 30 years and fascinating you can find a podcast about her I'm sure, I'm um, sure. but this is my quote it seems to me we can never give up longing and wishing while we are still alive there are certain things we feel to be beautiful and good and we must hunger for them oh that's lovely yeah, I've had that quote written on um, various little scraps of paper, I think, since university. It's followed me wherever I have gone for the last 20-some years, and right now it's on my fridge. Aww. Yeah, I love that quote. I think there's something important about remembering to hunger for what is beautiful and good. Mm, absolutely. And for anybody who doesn't know us, Tassie and I have been trading quotes for approximately 25 years in (laughs) letters and just Do you remember when we had a diary of quotes? I think that was when we were like 15 or 16. I think the diary was yellow with little flowers on it. Uh Uh-huh. Sunflowers. (laughs) Yep. 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 Um, And so we've been lovers of quotes and words our whole lives. And we love books. If you haven't... (laughs) If you haven't sussed that out at this point, <laughs> we might have we haven't made this too. <laughs> All right. The second poem I really liked. Um, this is a quote from Nikita Gill. And I just, I loved Love the freedom in it. I know. Isn't she wonderful? She is. So this is her poem. I weigh the sea. I weigh the storm. I weigh a thousand stories long. I weigh my mother's fortitude and my father's eyes. I weigh the way they look at me with pride. I weigh strength and fearless and the warrior within me. 
I weigh all the trauma that made me see that I have more galaxies inside me than tragedies. We all weigh joys and darkness and goodness and sin. You see, we are infinite within this skin we are in. And when they ask what you weigh, you don't need to look down at any scale. Instead, simply tell them the truth. Tell them how you weigh whole universes and storms and scars and stories too. Oh, I have goosebumps. That's beautiful. Isn't it? It's so true. Oh, it would just be nice if people could be comfortable in their own skin and let other people be comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. Well, my second quote is very, very short, but maybe along the same sentiment in a way um, as far as, look, dude, shove off. Um, and this is one of my very favorite it's actually it's not a quote as much as a saying it's a Polish saying love the Poles love their food love Krakow it is a Polish saying it is not my circus not my monkeys (laughs) (laughs) and I absolutely love that because I um, and I think every human but I Tassie Gibson tend to own things, mistakes, or other people's pleasure, happiness, uh, if, I don't know, the stars align, like, I just burden myself with things, Mm -hmm. and the first time I heard that saying, I was like, oh my god, I can just let it all go, it's not my circus, and it's not my monkeys, so all that chaos and craziness and whatever you're doing over there, I can let it go. Yes, absolutely. I like that one. Um, so my last poem <laughs> is actually by a, po- a poet from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, where Ohio. I- oh, yeah. H-I-O. <laughs> um, where I spent from ages 23 to 37. So um, it's a city that I definitely feel like rings of home to me. Uh, but anyway, I've loved her poetry forever. I've I've never actually like been like in her circle, but I feel like I know several people that are in her circle, mm-hmm. you know? So like it feels kind of like I know her just based on stories or whatever, but I don't know her. Um <laughs> But my uh, internet friend, Kate, posted this on her Instagram today. She has it hanging on her wall in her home, and she posted a picture of it, so it reminded me of it. Uh, And it goes like this. Basically, it's like this. If we make it through this, we can tell people in whispers, in loud shouts, across rooms, taverns, staircases, that we are magic. We are stories come true. Oh, I love that. Isn't that nice? Yes. I thought it was I, nice for right now, too, because, I mean, we really are living through, like, a dark time in yeah. our globe's life cycle. It yeah. reminds me of something. You probably gave me this quote years ago, but it goes something like, um, uh, I've had a lot of bad days, but I'm still alive is basically the sentiment. But that's not the way it goes. It'll come to me. It'll come to me as soon as we finish this call and then I'll be like oh it's that but it's kind of that same idea that like you can make it through this like you can you can do this you've got it um and then when you come out on the other side you're like this didn't defeat me and I'm still here and I'm talking about it and yeah I love that Mm -hmm. idea 
Yeah, I'm interested to see all of the fiction that comes <laughs> out of this experience, you know, that people are inspired by. Um, because it's in art in general, uh, just, I mean, I'm a lover of words, so, and photography, I love photography too, but ain't nobody out there taking pictures right now. At least they shouldn't be. Um, well, I'm doing my photo challenge. We haven't talked about that. Oh, that's yet. true. Yeah. But we'll save that Take for another day. inside of your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a, a moment have of calm more. from the end? Well, yeah, this can, this could be a good uh, moment of calm since this whole podcast is a moment of calm today. But this is one of my very favorites um, from John Muir, I think is how you say his last name, uh-huh. um, who was like a early environmentalist and he did all kinds of good work out in the West preserving um, America's nature. And he has really lovely quotes. If you look him up, he says beautiful. I love his about, nature quote. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, and one of my very, very favorites is, of all the paths you take in life, make sure a few of them are dirt. Oh, I love that. I know. And because I I like it on two levels. Like, of course, I love hiking. I love being outdoors. Um, I That's my thing on the weekend. Hop on a train, go somewhere, hike a bunch of kilometers, and then come back. So I love the idea that to get out there and actually get on the dirt. But also, I think that's true in life. Um, if you are always walking on the yellow brick road and you're never taking the dirt paths in life, then you miss out on a lot of really beautiful things, even if they're challenging. Absolutely. So idea. I have one more too. You have one more. Okay. If you're going to get an extra, so do I. Go for it. (laughs) No. And this one really is kind of like a, a salutation. This is a quote from Nelson Mandela. And I think it's particularly apt for this point in our lives and history together, what we're facing. It is, may your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. Oh, yeah. I've seen that over the years. And I think it's really, really important. Yes. Maybe every election ballot could just have that at the top. I know. (laughs) In every country, wherever we live, let's just make that our goal. Make Mm -hmm. your decisions based on your hopes and not your fears. Yeah, what you want to build and not Mm -hmm. what you're afraid of happening. I feel like I should say amen. That felt very, (laughs) (laughs) it felt very like Sunday school-ish. I know. Good way. I I feel really like happy and ready to go into my evening routine yeah sweet dreams to us and even on like a last minute throw it together podcast we still managed to talk for 30 minutes so um (laughs) who's surprised not me nobody's surprised about that (laughs) (laughs) all right so we will say good night good afternoon good morning to you all wherever this finds you we hope that these quotes uh, that they're inspirational to you or they resonate with you in a way that you find them to be uplifting and we will talk to you tomorrow hopefully with some special guests yeah hugs and happiness to all of you and especially to you miss january oh thank you ciao ciao
Thanks for listening to today's episode of From Quarantine. Our greatest wish is that it brought some levity to your day. If we made you laugh even a little bit, then we accomplished our goal. We are now live on all major platforms, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, as well as your favorite third-party apps. Just search for From Quarantine. You can find us on Instagram by searching From Quarantine as well, and you can also reach us through our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends, but if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. Live together. Dialogue.